ओम ज्ञान चिरंधस्यानंजन शलाकय ृष्णा ृष्णाजिंग benediction from the ocean of mercy krishna is the ocean of mercy so just as a cloud receives takes water from the ocean and distributes it so in the same way the devotees they carry the mercy of krishna and distribute it so the devotee they carry krishna's mercy the devotee he introduces us to our best friend krishna is suhridam sarvabhutanam He is the best friend of all living beings. So, a devotee introduces us to Krishna. Devotee never says, "I am your best friend," but he introduces us. Here is Krishna, who is your best friend. Our eternal relationship is with Krishna. So, in this way, a devotee is very merciful because out of his causeless mercy, he gives us Krishna. Now, giving the example of the cloud again, the cloud pours water profusely everywhere. Here in this country, we don't see so much. You can appreciate the difference. Where there's plenty of rain, many of you are from Kerala, especially in Tamil Nadu, where some parts of Tamil Nadu and most of Kerala there is profuse rain, so everything is shockingly clean. <coughs> Plant of Kerala, you see everything is so green, lush. There's so much rain. In the same way, pure devotees they pour rain everywhere. Some some people, some places they may not even be willing to take that. Just like the, the rain also falls on the rock. Even then, some small plants will come up even on the rock. But if there is a Good fertile soil, especially if it's plowed and the seeds are put in order, and very nice crops will come. If not, these will get burdened, lush forests. So, in the same way, the, the devotees of Krishna, they spread the mercy of Krishna very widely. What is the nature of mercy? Mercy is something that is coming down. You can't demand. Mercy. And you can't give it to someone. It's not that you you go to your spiritual master and offer him your blessing. Always, the disciple is in subservient position. This uh, this is not very popular in the modern age, where everyone wants to be equal. In the name of equal, they want to be above everyone else. The Vaishnava culture is to. 
go down. Those who go down more, they're begging for the they get more mercy because water flows down. So if you go down, you get a more better position. In the valley, you can collect the water. If you want to stand up on the mountain, you may get some. But in the valley, you'll get all the water that's coming. Even in the Bible, you find Lord Jesus, his most essential instructions. He says, better are the, blessed are the humble and meek. So this is the essence of Vaishnava philosophy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu talk, Trinada peace on each and one should be very humble, considering oneself lower than a stone in the street, more taller than a tree, not wanting praise for himself, always ready to praise others, and always chanting the holy names. So with this attitude, if one is actually very humble, then the mercy of Krishna coming down to the devotees will flow on him. But if he stands up, no. Amari Hak is I will be the boss. Who are you? Then you put it's like putting on a big shield all around you. But no. When the mercy won't flow, it'll just go it'll just go past you. You'll miss it all. But how to catch the mercy? You have to be ready to collect it when it comes. How does the mercy come? Mercy comes in the opportunity to associate with devotees, to serve Krishna, to chant his holy names. When the opportunity comes, you should take it. Considering that, you don't get that mercy even in millions of lifetimes. Now if you have the chance, by the grace of Krishna's devotees, to chant his names, to engage in his service, to associate with devotees, you should take it. But if we become proud, then we become cut off from that mercy if we think that, oh, I'm so great, I'm so wonderful, or all these devotees, they're just, they're just a bunch of ordinary people, I'm better than all of them. I don't know. I'll chant Hare Krishna at home. What's on the TV? Your intelligence will be polluted. Someone who is proud, who has great faith in his own intelligence, rather than having the attitude of hearing from devotees and associating with devotees, then he becomes cut off from the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He becomes cut off from the mercy of Krishna. That's why Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said that Shalavata, simplicity, Saravata, he says, Shalavata. This is the first qualification of it. Very simple, not very complicated. Why this? Why that? Why should you do this? Why should you walk around the... Why you have so many objections? Why chant 16 rounds? Why don't you chant? Why this same old mantra? Why don't we make up some new mantra? Why is all this singing? It's not very similar. We should be more... Study more books. Chant Om. Why this? Why that? Always doubting. Doubting from... What is it? Gita One who is always doubting, they're spoiled. One who simply accepts, yes, Krishna is the Supreme Lord. Let me serve him. Let me chant his holy name. Let me serve the devotees. He makes advancement. Let me conceive. Those who give themselves to Krishna, and Krishna gives himself to them, they become blissful. 
How are devotees becoming blissful? You're thinking, well, they're always singing. It's not just singing anything. There are people, there are, there are rock stars singing songs. They're always singing too. But they're the miserable people. They're like, like ghosts or something. They're always taking intoxication. They don't become blissful. How is it that devotees, they become very happy and pure? Because they're getting the mercy of Krishna. By chanting the names of Krishna and serving Krishna, Krishna reciprocates. You see, devotees' faces become shining and happy because Krishna's mercy is manifesting in them. But someone who becomes, again, proud or doesn't want to associate with devotees, then you lose the lust and become miserable. So you can see who has got Krishna's mercy. Krishna's mercy, that is manifested how? As Krishna consciousness. And what is Krishna consciousness? The desire to serve Krishna. Who is very eager to serve Krishna, to chant his holy name, to serve the devotees. That means that they're getting the mercy of Krishna. Krishna is not manifesting himself to them. They're making advancement. Krishna is reciprocating with them. Who desires to serve Krishna, Krishna is very pleased with them. And Krishna gives more realizations in their heart. That this is how we should serve. Krishna will give more and more Enthusiasm to devotees, enthusiasm in devotional service. That is a sign that someone's getting Krishna's mercy. Now, enthusiasm doesn't necessarily mean that all of a sudden you become very enthusiastic and then all of a sudden you become unenthusiastic. But that enthusiasm should be sustained over weeks and months and years. That is the sign of steady engagement in Krishna consciousness. That means Someone who's determined to get the mercy of Krishna. Determined means, again, you can't force it. You can't say that, ah, now I'm going to show, I'm going to be a great devotee. The whole thing rests on one's attitude. That constantly we have to cultivate the mode of wanting to serve Krishna, of being humble in his service, being careful not to make offenses, studying. It's a commitment. We have to sustain this because always by Maya, Durga, difficult to get past. She's always giving us some other, that's why she's Durga, not so easy to get out of. So she'll offer some idea in your mind, so many things. But if we remain fixed in the consciousness, we have to serve Krishna, have to serve his devotees, go on chanting, constantly endeavoring. Satatam kirti antunam yatam prascha viragratam pranascham prascham niti yatam pasitam Devotees are endeavoring to always chant the holy name to Krishna to serve him with great determination bow down to him to always engage in his service. So this steadily going on constantly praying to Krishna these devotees constantly trying to serve the devotees Always being careful not to make offense. If there is accidentally some misunderstanding or offense, to rectify that. This way, devotee attracts the mercy of Krishna. Krishna becomes pleased with such a devotee. Or again, more correctly, Yatsya Prasada, Bhagavad Prasada, Yatsya Prasada. But Krishna, he is, like I said, he's given power of attorney to his devotees. So, if one's spiritual master is pleased, 
and by His mercy, and the mercy of the spiritual mercy, which means the mercy is coming from Krishna, and then you become eligible to get, by, the, by pleasing the spiritual master, getting His mercy, then you become eligible to get the full mercy of Krishna. And yasya apasada nagati But if you dissatisfy the spiritual master, then you, you, you can't achieve success. Nagati kato api. Api means even though. You may do so many other things. You may chant so many, so many rounds of japa and perform austerities and somehow or other, if we're doing, if there's some flaw in our devotional service, we're not pleasing our spiritual master, we have no position, we don't make any advancement, we have no position in devotional service. I just tell one small story to demonstrate this point. Uh, Prabhupada was coming to Paris. In Paris, his, one of his disciples, Hari Vilas, was the temple president. So, he had, uh, Hari Vilas had been there, and he'd done a lot of service, helped to develop the temple, and brought so many new people to be devotees. When he came from the airport with Prabhupada in the car, he was feeling, he described this himself, he was feeling, you know, here I am, I'm riding in the car with Prabhupada, I'm the town president here. There's so many other devotees. Prabhupada didn't look at him or even speak at him, he to the gym. They got to the hall and Prabhupada saw all the new devotees, looked at them, very nice, asked each one of them, what is your name, what is your service, what are you doing? And he still didn't even look or say a word to Hari Vilas. And then Hari Vilas was thinking, wait a minute, what's going on there? I thought Prabhupada was going to be talking to me and asking me the names of all the devotees. Everyone's going to look at me and say, you see, Prabhupada's looking at Hari Vilas, he's such a big devotee. And Prabhupada's not even looking at me, as if, he's, as if I don't even exist. Then he understood. And Prabhupada knew I'd become proud. So he's teaching a lesson. But you can't purchase mercy. Even if you do very big service, still you have to remain humble and meek. Because ultimately Krishna doesn't need us. He doesn't need anything from us. He only gives us the opportunity to serve us so that we can become purified. But purified means that we're always considering ourselves very meek and small. Whatever we do, we think, I can only do this for the mercy of Krishna. And if we think like that, Krishna will give us mercy. And if we think, just see all the things I did, then the mercy gets cut off. So it all depends on our attitude. We have to do our best to serve Krishna. At the same time, whatever happens, whatever advancement we may make or whatever we may do, actually the body never thinks I'm making advancement. But he simply thinks that Krishna is still allowing me to chant Hare Krishna. He's allowing me to do some service. That is his mercy. So if we maintain that attitude, then we'll always get the mercy of Krishna. But then if we think, oh, Krishna's giving me so much mercy, I'm so advanced, then again we become kind. So you see, it's all a matter of Matchita, being conscious of Krishna. In the conditioned state, we're always conscious of myself. I'm so wonderful, I'm so great. So sometimes we carry that into devotional service also. Instead of uh, instead of thinking I'm the best snooker player or Konkani singer, so there's a Konkani singer, blah, blah, whatever it may be, I'm the best Bharatanatyam. And we think, well, I'm the best Madonna player. I'm the best preacher. I'm the most humble. 
I give the best lectures. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? I am the best. And as soon as you start thinking that, then big hammer comes. Durga, you become forgotten. You can't do anything. That's Krishna's mercy. That's also Krishna's mercy in another form. If you become humiliated or cut down, that's also Krishna's mercy. That's why that story, Prabhupada with Hari Vilas. Was it that Prabhupada wasn't merciful to him? Yes, he was. In that situation, Prabhupada's mercy was manifested by ignoring him. If, in that, if Prabhupada in that condition had, had indulged him, in, uh, if he had spoken to Haridavas, yes, you're so wonderful, you're so great, he wouldn't have helped him. He would have become more puffed up. So in that situation, he simply ignored him until he realized, oh, wait a minute, I made a mistake. And then again, when he approached Prabhupada very humbly and immediately, Prabhupada opened up and changed. So, mercy is there. Somehow or other, if we come in contact with the devotees, we'll get their mercy. We should stay in the association of devotees. We'll get their mercy. It may not be very pleasant. Or sometimes there's some cutting of false ego. But really, the association of devotees is our shelter. So by trying to serve the devotees and please the devotees, trying to get the mercy of the devotees, thinking that the mercy of the devotees is the way to get the mercy of Krishna. Devotee, that's stated by Lord Kapiladin that, uh, what is that? Salokya, Samipya, Sajdi, Sarup, Raikapamevacha, Diyamanam Navidnanti, Vinamat Sevanam Dunam. He says that these four kinds of Vaishnava liberation, which means to live on the same planet as the Lord, to have the same opulence as the Lord, to have the association of the Lord, or to have the same fall of the Lord. He says that my devotees, they're not interested in this unless they have the opportunity to unless they have the opportunity to serve him. So a devotee will accept this kind of liberation for the sake of serving Krishna. But he's not interested in it for his own benefit. What is what? Atma Rama means one who is satisfied in himself. Krishna is the number one Atma Rama. Atma means self, Rama means taking pleasure. So pure devotee is also Atma Rama. Stitta Pragya means one of fixed intelligence. So there are similar terms. One who is Stitta Pragya, that means he's fixed in the self. That's not necessarily even a devotee. We find in the detailed descriptions of Stitta Pragya. He's not necessarily a devotee, maybe a, maybe a Brahmavadi also. Maybe an elevated transcendentalist who is not a devotee. Amarama can also be. That, that Amarama verse is there in the Bhagavata. The question came that why is it that Shukadeva Goswami, he was already Amarama, he was satisfied in himself, and why did he take the trouble of studying such a great big book as the Bhagavata? So the answer came Amarama, Chamaneo, Nigranta, Apyavikane, Kavanti, Haitakim, Dhatim, Itam, Hare. Even those who are satisfied in themselves, they take pleasure in glorifying Krishna. In other words, glorification of Krishna is on the transcendental platform. Even if one is free from material contamination and is fixed in the self, there is a transcendental attraction towards Krishna. 
So you can say Stitta Pragya and Atmaram. Stitta Pragya, that is the first stage, that his intelligence becomes fixed. And then, uh, that, that question is there by Arjuna, and Krishna explains elaborately what is the nature of Stitta Pragya, basically saying that one whose senses are controlled. So, one whose senses are controlled, then he becomes fixed in the self, takes pleasure in the self. So, there's similar things. Generally, yes, but we say Srila Prabhupada, Srimad Bhagavatam. So there are different usages, but they have the same connotation. Particularly, Srila Prabhupada described that means one who has seen the Leela of the Lord. Otherwise, they're all terms which suggest that one is um, endowed with the opulence of the Lord. You won't find this term outside Gorya Vaishnavism. I, I don't, I'm not seeing it elsewhere. So you may not be very familiar, but there's so many things. You weren't familiar with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now you're familiar. So you can become familiar with this. <laughs> 